Welcome to University, a podcast for young people navigating life's big transitions. I'm Anne-Marie Ceresso, your host. On University, you'll hear stories from college students, you'll get tips from experts, and occasionally you'll hear from a parent's perspective on how to manage this time of change in your life consciously. Find yourself, find your purpose, find your people, and pursue you fearlessly. Hey guys, my recent conversations with Lola inspired me to bring you this teaching this week. And I've invited someone special to join me in the conversation. I'd like you to meet Adam Harris. Adam is my nephew. Um, I've been coaching Adam since he was in college and Adam works behind the scenes editing the podcast. So I hope you enjoy. All right, so my attention over the past few episodes, which you have been editing, has been drawn to this idea of making good decisions and how to trust these decisions. And I've been getting students reaching out to me, asking questions like, how do I know? How do I know? So I thought it'd be fun to record this little teaching, which I intend to do every now and then and drop in the podcast and do these teachings. And then you had some ideas about it. So I thought it'd be a good idea to have us in conversation about this idea of knowing your no or your full body yes, as you guys are all about to understand what that means. So thanks for being here. Yeah, of course. So one of the things that you and I do a lot in our coaching is we talk about this. We talk about full body yes. And one way that I've learned that we can reliably trust ourselves in making good decisions And what I mean about good decisions is the decisions that are most aligned with our well-being, right? Like, you know, there's not this world of good and bad or judgment, but just decisions that are most aligned with what brings us alive, what makes us happy. Mm -hmm. And that is this idea of listening to something called our full body yes. So I've said this to you before, and this is something that we've talked about a lot, like what is the full body? Yes. And what decisions, like any decision, any decision, like literally any decision you're making big or small. So my suggestion is it will go into what a full body. Yes. Is in a second. But my suggestion is that you start small, like small dishes decisions, like what should I have for dinner? Or should I like, I don't know, watch this show or do my homework or should I go to bed now or like like even just little tiny decisions because we're making decisions all day long and we've become so programmed into doing that we don't check in with ourselves to check in whether or not that decision is the right decision or wrong decision. And so your contention is that a lot of decisions are not made from a full body yes point of view? My experience is most people are making decisions unconsciously. They're not aware. It's not a full body yes. Most people are not making full body yes decisions. So let me me, um, describe what a full body yes is. Mm -hmm. So it's super simple. And I love this concept because all it means is paying attention to our body. So, you know, as I've said to you before, we're all made up of energy and energy is always moving through our body and it's talking to us. So we've been conditioned to not listen to that voice, not listen to our body. Um, And then we busy ourselves away from 
that really that knowing that 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 compass our body's really a compass hmm. so we need to learn to recalibrate ourselves so that we're listening to that reliable messenger that is our body. And it's not our mind. It's never in our mind. We can never think our way to a full body yes, ever. And we can't think our way to a decision. See, that's the part where I get lost sometimes with this um, concept. Um, it's more about the fear and the trust I guess, in my body over my mind. Right. Um, I fear gets in the way, emotion gets in the way. Yep. And then it all feels jumbled up and confused. So your head gets in the way. Yeah. Man, motion. Well, because, okay, so let's talk about fear for a second. There's two ways of being, right? In a state of fear or a state of trust. So when you're in a state of fear, your body's constricted. So... Fear happens. It occurs. Fear can occur that fear is of service Mm -hmm. and fear can occur that's not of service. The fear that's not of service is when you start getting in your head and imagining possible outcomes or imagining things that might happen as a result of something versus the the intuitive Mm -hmm. fear, the fear that comes as an energy through your body that we want to learn to pay attention to is a fear that's of service. That's the fear that says, don't walk down that dark alley by yourself or don't go to that party or don't hang out with it's, that person. It's, it's instinctive and present. Yes. And the other fear is in the future. The other fear is... The fear's in the, the other fear is in the head, yes. It's in the head, but you're saying it's coming from things that you're... Pro, like that outcomes. You're imagining. You're imagining. So yeah. that's out in the future. And so you're making decisions based on made-up scenarios out in the future. Let's use an example. Okay. So let's use Olivia, who's on our podcast episode 10, and she had the full-ride scholarship and then not the full-ride scholarship. Right. So one of her fears could have been, I can't possibly not accept this full-ride scholarship because how am I going to pay off that debt, and what if I don't get a job, and what if I don't succeed as a musician, and what if in the what if in the what if, right? So her fear in her head around... Um, potentially not taking that scholarship would have kept her from doing what she most wants to do, what, what's keeping her most alive. Or the same thing with Trey, where Trey talks about um, leaving schools. Like, he knew immediately, two weeks in, this isn't the right place for me. He didn't start going in, well, what if I'm making them a of the wrong decision or what if it's what if this is the right place for me or I just I have this great opportunity here why would I blow it when your head starts getting in the way and second guessing your gut that's when you're denying your full body yes and so like instead of instead of making up like Trey could if I'm all right if I'm Olivia Olivia is got a full ride in front of her to a very, very nice, awesome, prestigious school. Yep. And then the other one is going to New York and what taking could be out a bunch of taking out a bunch of debt um, to go to a very specific program to get into a very specific industry that... Which is, is really hard to get into. You know, odds are, numbers-wise, yeah. you're not going to make it, right? Right. But just one felt better to her. So my question is, how do you get to the point where you're ready to make a decision... How do you know what your full body yes is without all that noise? Okay, good. So when we slow down 
just a little, we pay close attention and become aware of the body. First, we have to become aware of what's going on in the body, which most of us aren't. Um, and then we become sort of our, you know, our body becomes our personal message center, right? Then it's super easy to detect our full body yes because of the way the body feels. Mm-hmm. So you always have a full body yes when your body feels relaxed, it's at ease, it's in flow, it's light, there's not any tension. How do I know if I'm in that place? Well, like, you just know. Like, be, yeah. you feel it. The opposite of that is there's constriction, there's tightness, there's resistance. I feel like I walk around the world like that all the time. Yeah, but so most of us do. Yeah, right. And so um, how do I shift to... Uh, I, don't, I don't know if I've made... Based on this, I don't know if I've ever made a full body yes decision. Right. And so, so that, and that's what you're, that's what you're learning. I mean, and, and, and that's what this is all about. It's about, um, really identifying what your body's trying to tell you. That's the first thing that's getting present. That that's mindfulness. That's these, all these little practices that we do. That's the first thing you have to do. Just start paying attention. The challenge comes when you get a full body. Yes. Like let's say Olivia again, she got a full body. Yes. To go to NYU and, and, and forego the scholarship. But the head would say, that's the dumbest idea I've ever heard, as will so many people around her. So the challenge comes in listening to the full body yes and not denying it. And so, so many of us get those hits, those full body yes hits, and we deny it because our head gets in the way and says, no, that's not, that's not a good idea. Mm-hmm. That's a really bad idea. So once you start practicing this, it's like a sport. Then you just start to feel it. So you play baseball, mm-hmm. softball. Mm-hmm. Like you don't think about how to hit the ball anymore. You just know how it feels, right? Mm-hmm. You just, or you don't think about how to like pick up the ball and throw it. You just know your body just knows mm. that's flow. The same thing happens in all areas of our life. It, it doesn't become a thinking exercise. It becomes a being like you're with the ball. You're with the bat. You're one with the bat. And it's the same with these kinds of decisions. So the key isn't, you know, how do I shift? There isn't shifting that occurs. The, the, the key is trusting your body and listening to it and then acting based on that, even if it doesn't make sense to you. So it's trust. So Olivia just trusted, like, I'm just going to do this because I'm trusting my own intelligence more than I'm trusting logic or my fear is it like a feeling in your stomach is it like a feeling it's different for everyone and you just have to like get in touch with like okay i'm deciding to go to this college or yeah to join this fraternity or study this major or any of the yeah. pursue this career and so you get in touch with how you're feeling so you think the thought yeah and then you get quiet and then you like see what shows up in the body so this happened to me today I was in um, I was in a meeting, and I had some feedback to give someone in the meeting, and I didn't want to say the feedback because I thought it was unkind, and I was feeling uncomfortable confronting this person with this feedback, and my whole body was literally electric; it was trembling, mm-hmm. and so I was I was experiencing that as. You might, someone might call it fear or anxiety or whatever. And I, I, because I practiced this, I knew I'm like, okay, what's going on? What's here now? My body is resisting. My body's afraid. And I, I got with, 
it's in my head. I'm afraid in my head. I'm not actually my my body sensation is is saying say this thing, and my mind is resisting it because my mind doesn't want to create conflict. Mm-hmm. So it was the fear that um, would have kept me. And then I eventually ended up giving the feedback and it was fine and my body fully relaxed. All that energy moved through the body Mm. and my body relaxed again. So what my body was saying in that moment to me was don't ignore this thing you need to say. Don't ignore it. It, My body was getting activated. Mm. So you know like the difference between having butterflies before you're about to do something big or exciting and you're nervous and excited. Like a pit. And then like the pit or like an energy or like can't sleep or like there's like restlessness. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's big. The restlessness is I'm not listening to something. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I know you're asking really great questions about like, how do you know? How do you know? But there isn't a one size fits all other than when there's tightness and constriction in the body and it could show up like. My, my jaw is tight, my shoulder's tight, my stomach's tight. But when there's any constriction in the body, that is a sign of resistance. So then there's there's practice, right? So then it's like going to the gym and, and or like running, um, you know, 10 miles, yes. training for 10 miles. You start at like a half and then yeah. one. So, so, so you're saying practice on little stuff like what you're having for dinner or something like that. I mean, give a, give an example of, little of, a, of a little decision that like, you can use. Like, okay, when you're in conversation with someone and you get this hit that you should say something or not say something, like I had in this meeting today, that's a little one. It's not high stakes. Mm-hmm. Or um, your friends invite you out for the night and you're like, do I want to go? And there, there's this is a good conflict, right? Because so often you're like, should I stay in and study or should I go out with my friends? Well... I should go out with my friends or I should study. Like hmm. when the should start coming. And then and then what happens in that situation a lot of the times is you decide I should stay in and study, I shouldn't go out with my friends, and you're not very productive. You know, like because you yeah. didn't listen to whatever your body was saying, right? You will or, reliably be not productive when you deny either your, one. Yes. Or or you decide to go out with your yeah. friends when you know your body was like, I feel like staying yeah. in and doing this. You'll be out, but you won't be having the fun that you thought you could have. So, yeah. like, yeah. You're, so, yeah. The, like, it's a really simple model. Body's light. Body feels good. That's a yes. Body's tight. Body's constricted. That's a no. It's a really simple model. But the challenge comes with our mind and our resistance to the truth of the yes and no. So that's what gets in the way. If you pay attention to, like, pets, like a dog or a cat will, like, you know, not go towards danger um, because they're just paying attention. They're not actually thinking through things through. So often we have a clear no, but we resist it because our mind tells us it doesn't make sense, like in Olivia's case. The logical mind always wants to find logic. There's not always logic. It's, It's not the way it actually works. So the conflict comes in the thinking mind and resisting what the body already knows because the body always knows the truth. And it's not even the body knowing the truth. It's an energy that's going through the body. The energy is here to inform you. Hmm. So if you pay attention, I've said this a minute ago, to our friends in nature, you're going to see how, like cats and dogs and animals, they model this really beautifully for us because a dog or a cat or a wild animal, they back away, they withdraw when they sense danger, and they run towards the things that bring them joy and excitement. Every time Maggie walks in the door, she runs towards you. Maggie's our dog. And she and Adam have a huge love affair. Mm-hmm. So, like, she runs towards you. But I remember having a dog, and um, 
I had this German Shepherd years ago, and there was one person who the dog would like growl at and resist every time they came over, and it turned out to be quote unquote a bad guy. So like they are just trusting their energy. They're not in there going, gee, I shouldn't growl. That might be yeah, rude. Yeah, they're just trusting their their body has the answer. They're, they're instinctively their acting. Exactly right. So we have to start trusting our instincts a little bit more. So here's the challenge I want to offer everybody, um, and you, and me even. The next time you're faced with a decision, big or small, and I suggest you start small, slow down and check in and pay attention to what's going on in your body. Just start to learn to listen to your body. Like get to know your body a little bit more and notice what your body's telling you by tuning into the sensations. And what I mean by sensations are like, what's, what, what does my body feel like inside and outside? And begin to learn to trust yourself and your deep intuition and your knowing. In my experience, it's the most reliable guide in life. Thanks for listening to University. If you like what you heard, I would be absolutely thrilled for you to share with a friend and equally grateful for you to rate and review on iTunes. It really helps. You can find more information and stay in touch over at university.u on Instagram or at university on Facebook and Twitter. I really hope to see you there. If you'd like support navigating the chaos and you're ready to create a more fulfilling life, I offer live weekly group coaching sessions every Thursday from four to five central time. It's a place to gather together, be seen and heard, reduce your stress, learn how to take back control of your life again. Give the first week a try for free and check it out. You can find out more at the link below or ping me on Facebook and Instagram for more.